Good morning, good morning. How is everybody? Yeah. Hey, look to the neighbor on your right and say, it is so good to see you. And then look to the neighbor on your left and say, it is so good to see you as well. It is Palm Sunday. It is also Adult and Teen Challenge Sunday. Can we give a warm round of applause for the girls from Adult and Teen Challenge? It is wonderful having each and every one of you. And can we give our guest a warm round of applause? It is awesome having you as well. We welcome you here at Journey. It is a, uh, the Lord has been very good. It has been a, uh, a wild experience with COVID. And uh, in just a few moments, I'll be uh, bringing uh, Julie Duvall, who is the CEO of Adult and Teen Challenge with me. Uh, but man, if you are here today and you were given a worship guide, a white piece of paper when you came in, that is a great uh, look at all that's going on at the church and how to get involved and how to serve. We want to worship alongside you. And then if you are a guest or you've been here for a while and you haven't filled out a connection card, there is one in the seat pocket in front of you. We'd love to get to know you. But most importantly, we'd love to know how to pray for you, right? Put your name on there. Tell us a prayer request. Tell us a praise report that's going on. We want to know how to worship alongside you. So without further delay, are you guys excited that we're finally here on the day of Adult Teen Challenge? It is a good day. We have been praying over this for years. I was uh, talking with Julie uh, before service, and I just said, how many years do you think it's been? She's like, it's been a while. And so uh, about three years, I think this has been in the mark. So would you with me, please, with a warm round of applause, welcome to the stage, uh, Julie Duvall, who is the CEO of Adult and Teen Challenge, overseeing Priscilla's Place. Uh, it has been a it has been a crazy journey, but we are very excited to have you and your girls with us today. And it was not much of a long trip for you, was it? Not too much. No, too far no, I'm I'm 30 minutes away. I'm like we're like friends. We're like neighbors. <laughs> Um, it has been uh, it has been absolutely wonderful. You know, um, I tell you what, nothing has been more paramount than realizing the power of prayer. The power of prayer has done this because I know throughout the the last couple of years, um, opposition has come up, and you know, uh, something that I was reminded about the other day is that when you are living for the Lord and you are leaning in and doing the things he's asked you to do, opposition is the first thing that's going to come up because the devil does not want sobriety here at all. And he wants that generational, um, those generational decisions to continue to go forward so that he doesn't. But as soon as as soon as we start messing and building the kingdom of God and ruffling those feathers, opposition, and I'm always just flattered to think that maybe, just maybe, we're on to something great here. And so we're very excited. So, Julie, just take a couple of moments, um, introduce your crew, you know, or just tell a little bit about the ministries and what you guys are doing today. All right, so I'm with Adult and Teen Challenge of Kentucky, as he said, and we are part of the 200 Adult and Teen Challenge centers around the United States. And what we do is discipleship ministry for people that are struggling with life-controlling problems. And you'll notice I didn't say treatment center. We're not a treatment center. We're a discipleship ministry where people that have been struggling with life-controlling problems and the hurts of life can come and experience the healing of a Savior and take a discipleship journey with Jesus. So with us today are the ladies from Priscilla's Place, which is our women's uh, center in Louisville, Kentucky, and we do also have a men's center in Manchester in Clay County. And uh, ladies, would you just wave at everybody? They're back here. The ladies of Priscilla's Place. There they are. 
So uh, we're very excited to be here with you all this morning because, as you mentioned, we've been praying for and working for three years with you all um, to see this miracle that God was going to do. And I'm fully convinced that every step along the way was him preparing us for this moment, that he had something greater for us than we had even envisioned for ourselves. Agreed. Completely agreed. Uh, I remember that, and actually what this stirred from is there was a Sunday morning here uh, and we were walking through a series, I forget what series it was, and I simply asked one day, I said, hey, listen, how many of you are raising your grandbabies right now? And a majority of who was attending here at the time raised their hand, and we just went on to say, well, how can we help? How can we serve you as a local church? What can we do for you? And it was just a resounding answer of we need an opportunity for women that are walking through a season of their life that they want a difference, they want to change. Where can we go to get that? And so, and then we saw each other uh, down at what we call a district council. Once a year, all the uh, the pastors would come together down at, well, it used to be the Gold House. Now it's uh, the Crown Plaza by the airport. And I walked up and I kind of introduced myself and I just said, hey, listen, you know, what would it take? You know, and that's kind of a big, that's, that's a big request. And, and I know, I think at one point you had shared with me how often people will just randomly come up to you and say, what will it take for you to come to our county or our town? How often do you think that people will randomly just say, we need you, what does it take? Yeah, we go to cities all over Kentucky and southern Indiana, and almost every time, and this is a weekly basis, the people from the church, people say, we need this in whatever county we're in. We need this in our city. We need this in our county. Um, but it was different when we talked. It was different because, uh, you know, and I, I remember that conversation very clearly. You, you kind of giggled because I could tell that you get asked that a lot. You're just like, well, you know, we want to be everywhere. And you said, uh, land and money. Yeah. And I'm like, well, let's talk. I was just like, if, if we can get there, would you be willing? And so that was kind of the beginning conversations of us talking years ago. Um, and then we were rolling the ball. COVID kind of hit. Yes. COVID hit and, you know, it, I don't know. Did anyone go through COVID other than just us? Just a few. Okay, a few of you out there. COVID kind of changed things a little bit. And uh, the price of material started really alternating. And so we just, the, I, I don't, I know we came to the church. We just said, you know what? It feels a little bit out of our hands right now. They feel like it's out of their hands a little bit. Let's just begin to pray. And so we took time and we just prayed because we wanted to see a victory. We believe, we, we believe that God is bigger than COVID. We believe that God is bigger than whatever the world may throw at us, you know, whatever the case may be on that. And so anyways, what we're going to do today, what we're going to share a little bit. First of all, we want to introduce you to the girls, okay? And so some of the girls are going to come. They're going to share your test. They're going to testimony. Why are we doing this? Why? Why, are, why, are, why, are, why is there a crisis center coming where girls can come? Because we want more than sobriety. We want an eternal sobriety. She nailed it. It's a discipleship program. Yes. Are they going to find the help that they need? Absolutely. Are they going to get the counseling that they need? Absolutely. Are people going to be living in the residentials that are RAs? Absolutely. All their needs are going to be fed, are going to be met, especially the ones that matter. They're going to get introduced to who Jesus Christ is because he's going to change their life forever, not just for now, but forever. And so we just begin to rally around that vision and we just begin to pray. Just Lord, have your way because we know that each person has been called to be a child of God. And God loves his children. He says, let the children come unto me. I want them. I want a relationship. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to introduce you to some of the girls and how the Lord has, in fact, changed their lives. And then the girls are going to minister to you. And we're going to share uh, some really cool news. And then we will continue on our day. So I turn it over to you guys as we are bringing up uh, Natasha 
for, uh, for our first testimony. So would you all give a round of applause? These testimonies that we have for you this morning are kind of extra special. This doesn't happen very often, but Natasha and Emma are giving their testimonies today, and they have been in our full program, which is 12 months, and both of the testimonies you're going to hear this morning are graduating on Tuesday. So we're so excited to share that with you and uh, and to invite you. We do these publicly at a church in Louisville. So our graduation is at 11 o'clock on Tuesday at Calvary Christian Center in Louisville. And if you need any more information, if you're interested in coming, you can uh, reach out to me or Pastor Ryan and uh, we'll let you know more of the details about that. So please meet Natasha. Hi, everyone. Okay, so this is the first time I've given my testimony in a really long time, so I'm going to be reading off index cards. I hope that's okay. Um, okay, so first I want to thank you all so much for having us. It's truly a blessing to be here. Um, my name is Natasha. I'm 38 years old. I'm from Hickory, North Carolina, and I'm so grateful to say that I've been in the program since September the 11th. I grew up going to church and had a family that was very involved in church activities. I remember being there every Sunday and every Wednesday, as well as vacation Bible school and tent revivals. So there was a seed planted in my soul when I was a little girl. My parents were very strict. However, they were and still are amazing parents. I know they only wanted the best for me. When I was 12, our family moved from North Carolina to Pennsylvania, and I was torn away from everything that I knew. I struggled to feel that I belonged. As I got older, curiosity and rebellion got the best of me. I had chose to steer away from the teachings of my parents and cling to what I thought would bring me acceptance and happiness. I turned to alcohol and drugs and different relationships, and for a moment it seemed to work and fill that void. However, what I thought was love was only leaving me broken, and what I thought was joy and happiness had only ever brought me pain. The road of addiction has dragged me down a path filled with losing many loved ones, including myself at times. Trauma and broken, toxic relationships filled with pain and tears. But that pain led me to make one of the most important decisions for my life. I chose to come to Priscilla's place and surrender my life to the Lord. One week before I came to Priscilla's place, I got on my knees and I cried out to the Lord to please save me from the life that I was living and to help me have a new healthy life that was pleasing to him. I know my Father and Savior heard my cry. Psalm 34, 17-18 says, The righteous cry out, and the Lord hears them. He delivers them from all their troubles. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted, and he saves those who are crushed in spirit. I know he picked me up and placed me right here. Priscilla's place has opened their arms, welcoming me with the love of Christ. They have taught me that Jesus Christ is a way maker, he's a miracle worker, he's a promise keeper, and he is a light in the darkness. And he can fill any void. Since being here, the Lord has already done an amazing work in me and is continuing to do so. Philippians 1.6 says, Be confident in this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to the completion until the day of Christ Jesus. That is where I am right now. I am utilizing every bit of the curriculum here that they are giving me to get closer to being the person God intended me to be. I am so thankful for Priscilla's place, all my sisters, 
all the staff, the volunteers, and the churches like you all who pour into us. Because without you all, I would literally not be here. You are all partnered in with the Lord, which in result helps women like us have the opportunity to have a new happy, healthy life and know a new way of living with Jesus as our guide and our shepherd. So I stand on Jeremiah 29.11, which is, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope in a future. Thank you. Thank you, Natasha. You can stay here. Just stay with me. Stay with me. Um, I want to bring up now Emma. And Emma, bring all your friends with you, please. Bring all the sisters of Priscilla's place. We have one more testimony to share with you. And then they've got a song uh, to share with you this morning. And I think that you'll see in them and in this testimony what you heard from Natasha. That when God intervenes... It's real, and it's deep, and it's forever, and it's things that no person could do for you. It's things that no program could even do for you. You have to meet and experience Jesus, and that's what the students do at Adult and Teen Challenge of Kentucky. That's what our heart is uh, for this new venture with you in Brandenburg, so please welcome Emma. Thank you. <laughs> well, hello, everybody. Um, I just want to start by saying thank you for having us and allowing us to be here and share our experience and our walk with the Lord with you all. It really does mean a lot, and we look forward to these signing services. So um, I'll just, obviously, my name is Emma. <laughs> I am about to turn 29 actually on Easter this year, which I'm really excited about. Um, I've been in the program for almost 12 months now, um, so I'm about to graduate. I'm really excited about that. But I'm going to go ahead and dig into my past and what really brought me here. So um, I didn't really grow up. Well, I'm from Versailles, Kentucky. And um, I didn't really grow up in church. Uh, we occasionally went like on holidays and stuff. But I was never really introduced to Jesus. So I idolized my parents a lot and just people. I, I never really had God. And so... That just left me really lost from like a very young age. And as I entered school, I had a lot of trouble um, reading and with speech and stuff. So I was always getting pulled out of class. And it just kind of made me feel like a misfit. I always felt like I never belonged anywhere. And so that deep-rooted insecurity started from a very young age. So as I entered high school... Um, I really just could care less about school. I was always missing class. I was almost failing out of all of my classes. I was barely making it. And so I was really just focused on relationships. I was jumping from relationship to relationship. I was looking forward to the weekends because the weekends meant that I got to party. And so I really didn't have a plan after graduating high school. Um, I entered into college at BCTC in Lexington and <laughs> I really was just doing it because I felt like that's what everybody wanted me to do, but I, I had no idea what I wanted to do with my life. So I continued partying, and it wasn't just the weekends anymore. It was every single day. And so maybe a few months after I had graduated high school, I got a DUI, 
And then um, a few months later, I ended up getting pregnant, and um, I had an abortion. I was absolutely terrified. Um, I didn't know what to do, and I knew the guy that I was with, we just, we were not in the position to take care of a child, and I was just so ashamed, and I couldn't even begin to, to think about how I would tell my parents I just knew the disappointment that they would have, and so I made that decision based off of fear. And it's something that's taken a really long time for me to really talk about because I wasn't sure how I felt about it. Um, so right there, I, I was carrying a lot of shame. Um, I had it buried so, so deep that I never talked to anybody about it. I just continued using substances to cover the pain and the loss. And I got into harder drugs. I started bartending, and right there was was one of the worst decisions I could have made because that just gave me the excuse to drink. I felt like, okay, well, this is my life now. Everybody that I'm surrounded by, they're doing the same thing as me. So I was showing up to work drunk, um, I hopped from one bartending job to the other because I was getting fired for being too intoxicated at work. Um, my parents are having a lot of trouble in their marriage at this time, and my brother is away in New Jersey. Um, I felt like I was just alone with this mess. You know, my mom had been sick with Lyme disease for the past, like, seven years, and their marriage was falling apart. Um... I just felt really lost. I felt really alone. I felt like there was really nothing out there for me besides drugs. And so I got into a really toxic relationship and eventually got introduced to heroin, which just took every last bit of life that I had left in me. Um, COVID hit, and I just took off with it. I mean, I, from the minute I woke up to the minute I went to sleep, I was under the influence of something. And so um, it took a little while for my family to finally recognize that something was up, and, you know, I would go weeks without talking to anybody. And so they sent me to a rehab. Um, I stayed there for, like, 22 days, but it it didn't last long. It was a faith-based program, but I just didn't feel the presence of God there, and nobody really talked about God. No one talked about Jesus. It was just, it was a really dark place where I met people who just were not good for me, and I left that program and acted even worse than I did before. Um, I ended up getting introduced to meth, and... Um, I really just took off with that. So here I am using meth, heroin, cocaine, anything I could get my hands on. And I ended up totaling my car. I ended up losing my apartment, losing friendships. Um, my family was just completely distraught. I mean, during all of this, they still, I'm lying to them and I'm telling them that I'm using pills because I'm still just so ashamed and I, I don't know how to tell them what I've actually been doing and so finally my family's like well you don't have a place to live you lost your car like you have no like we're gonna have to send you somewhere else so my mom my mom found um, adult and a teen challenge 
And it's been the best experience of my life. Um, I came in, I'm not even going to lie to you guys, I came in up in arms um, with Jesus. I, I was not interested in getting to know Jesus. I wasn't interested in worshiping. I wasn't, inter- I wasn't interested in prayer. It just all seemed like a joke. I just, I, I wasn't interested. And so I spent like a good solid five, six months in this program um, not wanting to surrender. And then one day I was like, Emma, like, what are you going to do? What are you, what are you even doing? What are you going to do when you graduate? Like, are you just going to go back out there? And I mean, what are you doing here? So I decided to pray. For the first time in five months in the program, I decided to pray. And after that, it just, everything started to make sense. Everything was falling into place. And I could feel, I could feel him there and I could feel where he was, he was listening and he saw me. Sorry. (laughs) And ever since then, it's just gotten so much better. You know, my relationships have gotten better. There's been restoration in my family. You know, I'm able to connect with my sisters more and the staff. And, you know, I'm just really excited for the future now. I'm actually planning on interning, which I'm really excited about. And then I'll be doing that for about five months. And then I signed up for a program called TCMI. Um, it's a Teen Challenge Ministry Institute. Um, so there's hope. <laughs> there's hope for my future, and I am just beyond grateful for this program and for all the women who, who helped me up when I was in the pits of despair. Um, I'm so grateful for being introduced to Jesus and for everybody being patient with me during the process. <laughs> And um, just thank you guys for having us again. I appreciate it. Thanks so much for joining us today. If you'd like to hear the full message, please join us online at journeychurchag.org. Again, that's www.journeychurchag.org. Or you can search us on YouTube, Journey Church Brandenburg, Kentucky. Thanks so much and God bless.